0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Prickly Cactus Podcast. Quince here. I'm back from my erectile dysfunction retreat. Went pretty good. Lots of Cialis going around. Did you see a lot? Yeah, I saw a lot. I liked it. I was looking and I was liking. My guest today is Sasha. <laughs>
1: Sasha, how are you, man? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you. How are you? Good. It's... uh. It's fucking hot as tits out there. <laughs> yeah, it's even hotter in here. Exactly. It's because I'm
0: making eye contact with you. There I you think. Go.
1: It's fire across the room.
0: Fire. Yeah. No. Good to be back. Uh, I want to give a give a really, really, really big thank you to Frankie and Uvi for last week's episode. Uh, they stepped in and they killed it. They crushed it out of the park.
1: Yeah, they were fantastic.
0: They're both pros, and uh, that's no surprise because uh, we have an amazing team here. We're all pros. Right?
1: We're all fucking good at what we are the A-team. Video. We're the A-team, yeah. The anal team. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you last weekend? I was up, uh,
0: I was actually, um, going around burning down Catholic churches, because I'm pretty <laughs> upset about what they've been doing.
1: Yeah, well, they had it coming. Yeah, they had it coming, yeah. <laughs> they, like, yeah.
0: Anyways, no, I was doing, uh, I was doing a side thing. That's all I'll say. I was doing a side, yeah? side thing, yeah.
1: Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. You gotta hustle. Yeah, Gotta Hustle, right? Got to Hustle
0: Hard. There you I go. I think that was an Ace Hood song, like the <laughs> early two thousands, twenty tens rapper Ace Hood. Yeah, not very good. Don't listen to you like <laughs> Don't write home about it? Yeah, don't write home about it. Yeah. Do people write home anymore? Like there's people have cell phones, they just text home now, I feel like.
1: I call my mom and she doesn't answer. <laughs> it's about as close as it gets for me.
0: Yeah. But you're not writing home, you're calling home. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: yeah. I feel like no one... Putting them on the spot.
0: Yeah. You, if I So let's say I bought a pigeon tomorrow at mm. PetSmart. Could I train it to be my carrier pigeon, like to deliver stuff for me?
1: How does that work? <clears throat> I think they were technically a breed.
0: Yep. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah, like the, the, the traditional carrier pigeon. I think yeah. they're pretty much gone. I think you can still train homing pigeons, but... Uh, Homo pigeons? Homo pigeons, yeah. Nice. Yeah, they deliver gay mail. Nice. Yeah. I'll take three. Uh, <laughs> you got a lot of correspondence?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, uh no, it's funny because I'm on uh I'm on Tinder, right? Okay. I'm also on Grinder. Alright. Grinder is
1: fool. It's like the
0: Wild West.
1: Well grinder was like the original form of Tinder, right? Yeah. I think Tinder was kind of born out of Grindr.
0: Really? Pretty sure. Yeah, grinder's weird. You don't even have to you don't even have to say hi. <laughs> it's you just, just... get Boom, cocks.
1: Yeah, no, no wasting time. Uh,
0: yeah. Like all cocks, all shapes and sizes, trimmed, bush, untrimmed. It's crazy. It's very aggressive. I know how a girl feels when she gets like a dick pic unwarranted. Like,
1: yeah, now it like, oh, happens I need... to you constantly.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, I need a shower.
1: <laughs> Do you ever see any shower cocks?
0: No, it's a good one. I could ask for that. Like, it's no, easy. Like, yeah, no the... soapy dick? No soapy dick, no. <laughs> it's like, where, where's the loofah?
1: You know where the so loofah is. So we've already found a niche here. We can We can jump on this. Is it a niche or a niche? Oh, I don't know. You tell me. I think it's a niche. All right. Like Nietzsche. No, not like Nietzsche. You know what I learned yesterday? Um, it's not pronounced Sikh, like the Sikh community. It's like pronounced sick. Sick. Mm-hmm. Had no idea.
0: Like infermo no. Espanol.
1: Yeah. Had no idea. My whole life. Neither did I. No one ever corrected me. I think they're too polite. Yeah. People uh, of the Sikh community. People of the Sikh community. <laughs> they're really nice beards. And um had... Head, head wrap turban turban
0: thing yeah 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 no that's that's amazing uh but yeah i want to talk to you about your life and music because i feel like music's a common thing in your life yeah they're you, one and the same they're one and the same yeah and i like music
1: i like listening to it i love talking to you about music because you always send great music my way that i'm either haven't thought about in a long time or i've never even heard before yeah it's good uh music music is like
0: food like everyone has what the, their own taste in it and yeah. nothing better than sharing that with other people because it's like oh like um some I used to be I used to say I love everything except metal don't don't send me metal and then it was someone sent me I can't remember what I, th- I think it was a Motorhead song and I was like oh, oh yeah I'm not gonna like this and then sure enough I listened to it I was like okay this is a good song so it's like you can't just dismiss a whole genre of music because yeah, when you say one genre of music there's so much fucking Types of music oh yeah there's
1: something for everyone yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely
0: but what um, yeah what so you were in a, you were in a band in high school right
1: I was in a few <clears throat> uh, I started my first band in grade eight or grade nine and then I was in another band through grade 10 and most of grade 11 nice what was the first band called the first band was neon crash. Neon Crash. Yeah, terrible name. We're gonna find uh we're gonna we're gonna go on MySpace and find your uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're on YouTube demos. actually. Nice. I think you can find it. Um, and then the second band I had was called Thornbury. Thornbury. Yeah, named after the town where my mom grew up.
0: Yeah. Shout out. They have um they have a road apple cider Thornbury Brewing just came out with it's a
1: tragic. Yeah, hip, uh, that's right. Yeah, so that's sweet. Yeah, and this is not a plug, that's just a cool fact. No, just not yeah. just fun fact, yeah. And then uh one we found out <laughs> Our drummer was a year ahead of us in school when we found out he was going to be moving to Ottawa for university. Um, that was basically the death sentence for the band. And I started looking elsewhere because yeah. uh, I wasn't done playing music and found a Craigslist ad Craigslist. for a, a band looking for a guitar player. Um, stylistically, they named off like my three favorite bands at the time. So I was like, perfect. Which were? Um, Coldplay, The Killers, and U2. Yeah.
0: Bono, Brandon Flowers. Chris Martin. Yeah, I mean,
1: they're not the guitar players, but no, yeah, they're just the, they're just the singers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, They're they're the outgoing ones of the band. Yeah, um, it's, yeah the guitar players in those bands who tend to like kind of sit back but do really creative stuff. That's what I was drawn to. Nice. So I uh, responded to the ad, <clears throat> and uh, they had me drive out okay they didn't have me drive out they had my mom drive me out because i didn't have my license (laughs) um to like the industrial sector of like northeast hamilton um like literally right next to like defasco yeah Yeah. burlington and parkdale way out there yeah yeah. Yeah. um shout out to the donut stop one of the best restaurants in the city um yeah they had me audition and they were all like in their mid late 20s and i was 17 so it was a little weird for all of us um Anyway, they had me audition like four different times, essentially because they couldn't agree on whether or not they thought I was old and mature enough to join the band. But, so they were grown ups. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, on paper, they oh, were yeah. adults, but <laughs> you're going to hear that they really weren't. Um, but yeah, it, you know, it's, they were looking for someone to come on tour with them overseas because their guitar player's wife wouldn't let them go um so he had to kick him out of the band <laughs> yeah uh it felt bad for that guy <laughs> Poor <bastard>. yeah <clears throat> you know the opportunity of a lifetime finally came up and uh, he he wasn't able to pursue yep. it so <clears> happy <throat> uh,
0: wave happy life right?
1: there you go so i jumped on it and uh my trial run was a show one of the headlining spots at sound of music that year we were i think we were right before joel plaskett um bare not- naked ladies were supposed to play and joel P- plaskett was supposed to play before them but this was right before stephen page got busted like for cocaine so i guess like it hadn't hit the news yet oh, so gotcha. they dropped out of the slot then they moved joel plaskett to headline they needed someone else at like the five o'clock on a saturday and somehow we got in nice perfect and the show was great so they said okay yeah we'll uh we'll take you on tour and uh, if you do well with the tour, then we can talk about making this like a long term thing. It was kind of a trial run at some point. It was time. trial run after oh. trial run with these guys. It was first the oh. auditions and then the one show and then a whole like month long tour overseas.
0: So very thorough. That's good, I guess, right?
1: Yeah, they didn't want anyone who wasn't going to give, you know, anything less than 100%.
0: They were probably used to uh, like older, older people. With maybe a little bit of drug drug problems, <coughs> who I like, couldn't yeah couldn't keep commitments. And-
1: yeah, drug problems, and you know when you hit that stage in your like mid late twenties, you start having to make some serious decisions about what you're kind of going to do with the rest of your life because yeah. you can't really you know it's hard to start again when you're like in your thirties or forties. Sure. Um, so a lot of these guys that they knew who play guitar were kind of you know, putting it behind them. Whereas, you know, I, I was still in high school. I still had grade 12 ahead of me. So I had no other plans. So really like it was perfect.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then you, so you, what did you have <clears> to say <throat> to your parents to convince them to go on tour with this
1: band? Like? <laughs> so they had all the guys over for dinner, um, cause they wanted to really like kind of get to know them. Um, find out what their intentions were, like with music. What are your intentions with my son? <laughs> yeah, to make money off of him. Yeah. Um, no, it was great. Um, I, I was 17. I was a minor, so um, our bass player, Randy, um, one of my best friends, he uh, he technically became my legal guardian. Amazing. While we traveled, he still has like the document framed. Like in his house, That's that amazing. shows that like he makes all the decisions for me and stuff. If anything were to happen, <laughs> he's the executor, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, Yeah, he's an organ donor, just you know, if he wanted to decide, I was. So, yeah, it was it was crazy. They, uh, they, anyway, they were convinced, my parents were convinced. And, um, you know, the day we left, it was a uh, it was an early flight, a, a long flight. And, uh, so where was the first stop on the tour? So we flew, <clears throat> we had a layover for about two hours um in hong kong straight from toronto, toronto hong kong. i got to uh, go outside um breathe in the smog Breathing and then go air. back inside <laughs> to the airport the yeah and then um we spent a month in indonesia going ja- from like island to island essentially
0: what's the capital of indonesia jakarta jakarta yeah.
1: Yeah. jakarta yeah
0: lots of good lots of good uh, factories in jakarta where there's no kids playing in playgrounds, they're all working in the factories. Yeah, I thought
1: the smog was bad in Hong Kong, and then I got to Jakarta, and it was like yeah. every single day you couldn't see more than like 50 feet ahead of you. That's right. And it had a smell. Yeah. Um, if you've ever like walked down Yonge Street in the summertime in Toronto, and you know the draft comes up from the sewer and it goes right yeah. up your nose, and like, oh, that's awful. I just get like the warmest nostalgic feelings now of being back in yeah. Indonesia because it smelled like that all the time. Yeah, that's
0: like Bangkok and Phuket. They were uh, oh, yeah, you, yeah you, shit the yeah. shit The shit missions. Yeah, the shit emissions. The shit missions. <laughs> it's very real. Yeah. No, yeah. that's amazing, <clears throat> especially at that age being able to travel like that and not with your family. You had the freedom of being with your friends and your legal guardian. Yeah. And it was, it was, like, it was
1: very formative and I was always very, very shy and closed off. Like, um, like
0: timid or like just not uh, like introspective, like
1: both. Like both. Could- I, I had a hard time meeting new people doing kind of, you know, new things and mm. opening up um, unless it was music related. Yeah. And I picked up on that very young. That was kind of a thing that always was kind of the exception. For me,
0: I think that's, everyone has something in life that they enjoy doing and that's Mm -hmm. how they build relationships off of that thing, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You can
0: bridge a gap if you're, if you don't have a strength in one area, you can use that medium, which yours was music, Mm -hmm. to build those relationships and that's so cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And there's, there's like, you know, it's like, like we said before, there is something for everyone. There's that thing that just kind of makes you tick and, you know, gets you out of bed every morning and pushes you to like, you know, break through your own boundaries and thresholds and barriers.
0: I want to break free. I want to break free. I don't
1: think we can afford that, uh, Fred. <laughs> sorry, Fred. <laughs> respect. Yeah, Respect. Yeah. Great tune, though. Great one, tune. One, one of my favorites, actually.
0: Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, he can sing. He can sing with the best of them.
1: I think he. Um, as far as you know, traditional male singers of the 20th century are concerned, I think he's the greatest. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone who could do what he could do.
0: Yeah, and the and the showmanship.
1: Oh yeah, the showmanship, the writing, the actual like musical ability, the talent, yeah, he yeah. had everything,
0: and yeah, like uh i wasn't I wasn't there live for live aid, but seeing even now how they recreated that in Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah, I can't believe how'd they get all those extras there though
1: uh I, I saw recently um. I guess you know CGI. it was it was it, it was par- partially CGI, but they they you know the actors actually performed for a crowd of like four or five hundred people in front of them on like a, a sound stage yeah. on a studio set. So I it wonder, pretty cool.
0: I wonder what was a bigger audience: Woodstock or <clears throat> Live Aid?
1: Oh, definitely Woodstock. Really? Definitely Woodstock. S- Seventy-five thousand, wasn't it? Oh, oh no, more. They they say it was it was beyond that because it wasn't regulated. They're saying like at the peak. Um, there, there was probably, you know, between 700,000 and, like, a million people there, like, at any given time, yeah. but more than, like, 2 million people yeah. over the course of a weekend, apparently.
0: And zero, zero deaths. Yeah, because like, everyone was
1: way too high to yeah. do anything. <laughs> exactly.
0: And even overdoses, like, there was only a, a few, like, uh, you could count on one hand how many people yeah, the brown had acid. a bad trip. Yeah, yeah. the brown acid. Yeah. yeah, never take acid out of the toilet, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> Don't want that brown acid. <laughs> There's a video. Uh, there's a video of Jimi Hendrix waking up
1: all these strung-out people with a Star-Spangled Banner yes. on an electric guitar, and yeah,
0: that's a f- oh, that's pretty amazing to me.
1: Yeah, they, uh, monumental concert, but a monumental performance from one of the most monumental musicians of the 20th century. Yeah, what were you saying about him? He was right-handed. And he- so yeah, we were talking about Franco's dad, who's yep. left-handed, but he plays right-strung guitar. So normally, when you f- if you take a guitar. Yeah shout out mr boyd yeah if you flip it shout out if you flip it to the other side what you do is you reverse the string so that um in terms of like vert vertically your lowest string is on the top of the guitar like kind of closest to like what's above you and yep. then the lighter strings are at the bottom closest to the neck the higher is closer to the neck yeah exactly so you'd use your more dominant fingers like your index and middle finger for the heavier strings and yep. then your ring finger and pinky for your lighter strings but people who play with their strings reversed essentially it's like they don't—they flip the guitar they don't flip the strings Yeah. so they do it backwards and it's a weird way of playing um, are they ambidextrous is that why they do it? I don't know if I don't know if it, know if it has anything I, I think there's a certain level of ambidexterity that's required to play guitar to begin with but I think um, just mechanically and ergonomically, it's something very, very different. And I, it's probably, I, I don't know, Frankie, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I know like from other people who've done it, it's usually because they said, oh, I want to learn guitar. Here's a guitar, but they were left-handed, so they held it the other way, and they didn't know that there was any other way to do it. And then just just figured it out. Muscle memory, exactly. exactly. That's
2: exactly what my dad has said to me. It's because he was left-handed, and they didn't. I mean, he grew. He was born in '52, so there weren't very many options. Yeah. left-handed
1: people. There's hardly any options now. I can't even imagine, you know, 60, 70 years ago how mm-hmm. few the options yeah. would have been back then for sure. That that, that, would, that would have been a huge barrier for anyone who was left-handed. Still yeah. getting whipped by the nuns constantly yeah. for using your left hand back then, Sweet right? Sister. Sweet sister. No, we we had a FaceTime
0: with uh, Franco's dad just before recording here and it was no. The boys were jizzing their pants <laughs> with all these guitars. He just had a plethora of guitars in his collection.
1: Yeah, it's. I felt like I was looking into my future, and it looked really good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm-a-looking, and I'm-a-liking.
1: Yeah, it seemed okay. Okay for me, yeah. It was really cool. He, uh, Yeah, so many greats. Uh, like, a great story to go with every single piece, which was cool. And you could, um, just from his language, you could hear um, how how much attention he has to the detail and his appreciation for like every single piece and what it means.
0: Yeah. He's very, he's a very good speak. He's very good. He has a way with words. Yeah. Uh, as does his daughter. Like very yeah. good at speaking with like that. Right. Yeah. And was, yeah. cool. And he, he gave us the time period. He bought it, why he bought it, how he was feeling. It's really, yeah. It's yeah. really cool.
1: Yeah. And he did it so quickly and in a way that didn't make you feel stupid for not knowing at the same time, which is that, that's, that's a gift. That's a talent for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that's amazing. Yeah. I, um, I like, I, I don't want to play the guitar. I wouldn't, I love hearing it though. I could listen to the guitar all the time. Acoustic, electric, like, I don't know. It's in any, in any song, obviously I'm a lyric guy. I love the words and the singers, but then it's always the guitar. Even after playing drums at a young age, like I don't hear the drums first; I hear the guitar. Interesting. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think I was the same way. I think that's what drew, drew me to guitar. Yeah,
0: unless it's like Y Y Z by Rush or <laughs> Run to yeah. the Hills by Iron Maiden, where it's an aggressive fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Well, Iron Maiden. Who's their lead singer? Oh, I'm gonna feel like an idiot for not knowing this. I think his first name's Bruce. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's the guy who's also a pilot, like a charter pilot. Like, he flies, like, there's seven, like, triple sevens that they do on tour. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Talented writer, talented singer. Um,
0: yeah. I like Iron Maiden and then Thin Lizzy. I think they're kind thin of similar. Lizzy. I think they're similar. Maybe not.
1: Well, yeah. I think they both kind of fit that. Um, you know, at the time when there were a lot of bands that were doing kind of like really big, anthemic metal, like Poison and Def Leppard bands like that, they were more like kind of fast-paced. Yeah. Not quite as like extreme oh, okay. and heavy as maybe like uh, like bands like Motorhead, like we were talking Motorhead, about before, yeah. but definitely like a little more energetic yeah. for sure.
0: I like uh,
1: I love Jailbreak. Oh yeah. Tonight
0: there's gonna be a jailbreak, and that that guitar riff at the yeah. Beginning. Yeah, it's amazing how fast like. Because I hear it and it's like, fuck, these guys are moving their fingers a mile a minute to play these notes.
1: Yeah, the musicianship is pretty wild. Um, I think a lot of that kind of gets overlooked um, in, in the metal genre in general. There's an insane amount of technical ability that's required to play that kind of music.
0: Yeah, and people don't would you call it stigmatized people don't listen to the music for yeah. what it is because they think oh it's metal like i did i wrote it off until i liked that motorhead mm-hmm. song well yeah.
1: i think on the surface level it's very easy to just like take a quick listen and say you know this isn't for me and then when you realize that you know these musicians are playing with the same technical ability as you know the great jazz music- musicians of like the 40s 50s and 60s yeah. you know who were, were so important on kind of making showmanship a thing you know the big transition from classical music, where it was all about the composer and the conductor, and yep. everyone else was just kind of like a pawn playing an <laughs> instrument. And now all of a sudden, like you, you would go to see these bands. Like people would go to see Led Zeppelin because they'd say, "Oh my God!" Like John Bonham, you have to see this guy play drums live. It, big it, like, Dong it's Bonham, like they call them. <laughs> Good old Bonzo.
0: Bonzo, and then uh, uh, Robert Plant. Robert Plant.
1: Robert Ficus. John, John Paul Jones and Jimmy Page. <laughs> I got him. Couple gardeners you back set there. Set that one up. Well done. Like well bees done. with honey. Ah, uh, Thank you. You know, Justin actually met Jimmy Page? What? Yeah. Where? Back when he was a narc for CBSA. Yeah, because you met. <laughs> <laughs> he had him come through one day. You met apparently. Stevie
0: Wonder and Jimmy Page. Yeah. Fuck.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he, was, he was a fucking super nice guy, man. Super nice. <laughs> and he's got this really soft-spoken voice. You like he talks, don't expect yeah. it from a guy like this with and his I, soft-spoken uh, I voice. I opened his passport, I knew who he was, and I opened his passport I'm like I can't believe this.
2: And I open it, and it says James Page. And I said, "Holy shit." Yeah. True story.
0: Yeah, and then and then Bob uh, Bob Seeger was right behind him. It's like oh, I got to turn the page.
1: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: no that's that's amazing pretty wild what would you do justin if i came uh if i came through that airport (laughs) i'd cuff you so
1: fucking fast (laughs) (laughs) cavity search this man immediately (laughs) (laughs) straight to secondary (laughs) straight to secondary big old smile on your face plant something on
2: you that would
1: be hey i would i would
0: like to go to secondary i haven't been to second base in a while actually (laughs) so (laughs) No, but Sash, back to your uh, back to your band, uh, your trip to Southeast mm-hmm. Asia. There, so you you landed in Jakarta. It was an Indonesian leg of the tour.
1: Yeah. So the, yeah, there were there were two tours. I, I hate when I say like, oh, I was on two tours because got a lot of like <laughs> military in the family, and you know it, yeah. my yeah. touring is very different from like what they did. No hundred um, percent. But yeah, so the first tour when I was seventeen, between grade eleven and twelve, was a month in Indonesia, and then the second tour, which was the next summer was uh six and a half weeks i think and that was china indonesia hong kong um i think technically the philippines and japan wow yeah
0: like like
1: tokyo yeah fuck yeah we played uh we played this awesome show in tokyo in uh the 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 club a lot of these places you know they have dedicated it's not like ontario where like finding a music venue is like a needle in the haystack they have dedicated music spaces everywhere yeah. when um, you got a city of
0: the, it's the most populous city in
1: the yeah, world so like tokyo. 39 million people so someone's bound to like music
0: no i think it's, <laughs> i think it's like it's the most populous in the world it is yeah, it's, an, it's the number one yeah, i think it's like it six it's,
1: it's like 58 or it's 59 crazy. yeah crazy
0: apparently i had a buddy who went to tokyo um and he said if you you could be uh, the most comfortable person but
1: go on the metro at five o'clock on oh, a work God. day and it's fucked it was incredible um so you can yeah it, it. they're they're so good at staying on schedule like they literally shove you into the train cars so that you know you're not delaying the departure wow. um if you try and like jump the turn style essentially you know even if you're like 42 stops up the line someone's going to be waiting for you when yeah. you get there it's kind of like <laughs> take you aside and say that was a bad thing don't bad do that thing. again um, okay so sorry it, and it was it our hotel was um right in the heart of Tokyo where I can't remember the name, but that huge intersection that you always see in documentaries where it's like a five way intersection and the traffic just kind of goes wherever they want when the pedestrians cross. And the crazy thing I I remember like the first morning going out there and exploring the city was going down to that intersection and crossing the road. And there's probably thousands of people at any time crossing and you could hear a pin drop because no one's on their phone. There's no, like, external noises. There's no music. Like, there's no horn honking or anything. It was dead quiet. It was one of the creepiest things, but so, so cool.
0: No phones, just people living in the moment.
1: Yeah, and, like, vending machines with, like, hot dogs and fleshlights. We'll we'll get
0: (laughs) hot dogs and fleshlights. Wow.
1: It's a weird place. Yeah. You can get, like, a squid sandwich from a vending machine at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning.
0: No, I like, I definitely like those obscure, like, I like the street food, like, mm-hmm. I ate crickets and baiting bats and shit.
1: See, I was the only one who was brave enough to eat street food when we were in Asia, and I never got sick. I've got, like, the golden colon. I'm, I'm a lucky guy. <laughs> the golden colon. <laughs> but, uh, we have our episode uh, name. I ate all sorts of stuff. I didn't know what it was. I ate pigeon. Pigeon. Um, in Carrier pigeon city. or
0: home home pigeon?
1: I don't know, but I ate the brain. Mm. It was really good. Yeah. It was no, I... freaky. I've, yeah. Yeah.
0: And do they... Do they eat dogs in Japan, or is that Uh, I
1: think that's more of a Korean mainland China thing, but nothing against them. No, no, no. I mean, you know, they
0: they just from what I've heard, it's not a cultural thing for them to see dogs as pets.
2: Yeah, they see them as food. So like when Westerners
0: hear that. Oh, like when you say people rescue dogs from over there, yeah. it's like, Oh, like how could they treat dogs? That? It's yeah. like, well, they don't see them as pets. Yeah. Well, like, like we eat
1: pigs that are smarter than dogs exactly. and we, you know, we don't blink. And but then in most not of Zach. India, Zach doesn't eat pigs. No, Zach doesn't eat pigs. I don't eat, eat pigs either. Um, I'm it, not,
0: pigs, not my favorite. Uh, like I'll eat a pig. There's but better I'm, meat I like than cow. pork. I'm, I prefer cow.
1: Seafood is where it's at, but at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like the most devastating form of meat consumption. Yeah. Uh, we've pretty much ruined the oceans forever. Um, I feel bad, you know, I look back at being on tour and I had some of the most incredible seafood. Like I, I ate an entire like baby octopus at this one sushi place, which at the time was so cool. And then last week, you know, I was watching my octopus teacher and just had like so much regret yeah. <laughs> <laughs> through my mind at the time like oh my god i just killed like one of the smartest things in the world so i could eat it like yeah you were terrible. watching
0: my octopus teacher yeah. with wilder is that a tv kids tv no show?
1: It, it's a documentary so mm. it sounds doc- like a cartoon no it's a documentary um created by this guy who spent a lot of time living um in like uh i think it was saharan africa okay. with the um like uh, nomadic tribes who hunt Not on foot? When the you see Maasai? those, vi- <clears throat> it wasn't the Maasai. Um, Fuck, but I, I think it was the yeah. like Kalahari Desert, though. But uh, it, when you see those videos of you know these hunters who will take on like a whole pack of lions and chase them off a kill yeah. and you know take whatever it is, like it, it was it was these guys.
0: But he was hunting with octopuses in the desert. So he he
1: took his what he learned essentially from like his months or years like with um, this tribal community and then used that to kind of learn and explore um i think he's from south africa so he used that to explore the sea near his home in south africa and use that to help him trace all the different um wildlife and how they interact with each other and live with each other over like the span of a year essentially and wow. becomes friends like with an octopus and yeah, that's amazing it's very, very, very interesting yeah uplifting so, inspiring
0: so and i can excited. never eat
1: octopus ever again yeah <laughs> that ruined it for me i feel like kind of hard to get
0: around these parts i don't know I mean, yeah there's,
1: i think there's very few restaurants around here there's yeah. one in etobicoke this incredible sushi place sushi kaji sushi um, kaji sushi kaji that i had it there not long after i got back actually from that tour and it was uh, it was awesome but yeah um octopus it's actually super tough like the little baby octopus i put it in my oh. mouth and it took me like 18 minutes to chew it up 18 minutes <laughs> Yeah, to the to stop watching yeah on. i was like this isn't actually good anymore this is just weird yes, yeah that's yeah I've. Uh, Do you ever
0: have shark fin soup? Because that'd be that'd be a hot topic. Like, I knew no. a guy. I knew a guy that had a shark fin soup. Uh, so I went to went to school with a guy from Hong Kong. Okay. Not going to say his name, but uh, his his parents owned uh, owned a strip of Macau. So Macau oh, yeah. Macau is like Vegas of.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: like very like I don't know, mobbed up like. Yes. They were connected. Yeah,
1: absolutely. They were
0: connected to the family. <laughs>
1: friends in high places friends in high places
0: what's the matter with you no um and he was he was saying he was like oh like yeah we had um we had a company we we hired fishermen who would go out get the sharks cut the fins and we would have shark fin soup like a plethora of it it was pretty fucked up hearing it it is it is is awful this was even before that that documentary came out making it all shed light on it but it was even before i remember being like that's fucked up yeah yeah. But he, yeah, he was just like, yeah, not just what we ate. I don't know. He and very you, indifferent you, Yeah,
1: about it. You, you do see that there. Um, I, I think it was, I can't remember if it was the first or second tour. I want to say it was on the first tour. Um, we went to the island of Borneo, which is where they actually filmed Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, um, Harrison important. <clears throat> so Borneo is half uh, Indonesia and I believe half Malaysia in the north. Um, and it's been in the news recently because you've seen those videos of, um, orangutans like trying to fight off like these big, um, excavators that are tearing down the rainforest for palm oil and stuff. So when I was there, I saw an orangutan from our bus at one point, which was really cool. And on that same leg driving through Borneo, um, traffic came to a random stop, like in the middle of the jungle. And we were held up for like 45 minutes, um, until the traffic moved again and eventually we got up to you know i don't want to say like the site of the incident but there were uh, there was a gathering of people and our driver stopped and asked like what the holdup had been yeah and um there was a tiger who had apparently a standoff with a car on the road can i say it can i say it <laughs> you can say it
0: i saw a tiger
1: <laughs> and i
0: understand i saw a tiger
1: tiger saw a sash Thank you. Beautiful.
2: Thank
1: Beautiful. You. It, it, so it was It was an incredibly interesting moment because up until then, um, I think up until then, it, they were believed to have been extinct from the island. Wow. Yeah. Um, they definitely are now. So that would have been one of the few remaining at the time, which is why everyone kind of stopped and kind of had to relish the moment and think about it and it was pretty cool
0: very profound sort of moment to have
1: yeah it was crazy it was also (laughs) crazy thinking like if wow if i like step off the bus in the middle of this jungle i have no idea what could happen to me right (laughs) now so yeah yeah i got into worse trouble than that um but but yeah, sorry, uh, so that was in Borneo? That was in Borneo. So
0: like, let's just, I just got a bit here really quick. So like, let's say you're on your bus okay. and you saw two orangutans having sex. Yeah. You'd be driving through Borneo and you'd be feeling horneo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry, just just popped into the old noggin there. Where were we? I mean, uh, we were in Borneo, but that's a weird place right now.
2: You were at the we- part where Sasha was held hostage on a boat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, f- I actually didn't mention that to you in the notes. I kind of overlooked it. A lot happened on these tours. Um, I guess, yeah, I can talk about this. So yeah, let's get into it. on the second tour, um, the first tour was uh, quiet, calm, reserved Sasha. The second tour was the, like, don't tell my mom what I'm about to tell you. If you found like, your bearings. Sasha. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so we played a show... On the island of Lombok, which is one island next to Bali. Bali's the famous island where um, the Taliban set off a bomb. I think it was in like 2005 and killed like 70 something yeah. people. A lot of Australian tourists, like a very big, big metropolitan vacation area. spot. Huge, Bali. and that whole I think my mom eat, went Pray, there. Love book like ruined it since then. Um, it's it changed from one year to the next when I was there.
0: Yeah. You were there before it got over commer- overly commercialized. Yeah, but I
1: did see even the difference over the course of one year back in 2007 to 2008. Um, anyway, so we were on Lombok, which is one island right next to it, um, yeah. but a completely different, completely different... he's uh, fanning out his yeah, gooch swamp right ass, now. Swamp-ass swamp so all-time swampy. high, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies
0: and gentlemen, welcome to the swampy-ass
1: podcast. <laughs> see, and I didn't wear shorts because I, I hate wearing shorts. I only do it when it's like over 30 degrees, which it probably isn't here, but... It's a thing. Like, when you, you hate
0: how you look in the shorts, or you hate how people see you in the shorts? Why do you hate uh, shorts?
1: Both, all of it. I don't know. I, I was in bands, and the only time you wear shorts is if you're in, like, Blink 182 when you're in a band. Otherwise, you wear pants. And that was just a thing. And, like, I don't know. Where are you? <laughs> <And> I'm, <laughs> so, I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: I cannot sleep. I cannot dream tonight. I need somebody, and always. The six drinks. No one's going to cut me off. Okay,
1: no gonna... <laughs> It's a great song. I'm, I'm willing to listen yeah. Anyway, uh, Lombok. So we were playing this show at essentially a saloon. Um, the, isn't the a
0: saloon s- like a country bar?
1: Uh, a saloon. Uh, I call it a saloon cause I had like big swinging doors and they served a <laughs> shit ton of whiskey and tequila. Um, but I had a great stage. Um, it was a great spot. The town was awesome. When I first like walked into our hotel room, I like opened the door and turned on the lights, and I saw a dozen lizards just like scatter into the <laughs> darkness from like all <laughs> the different quarters of the room, um, which is and great because I love wildlife. I wasn't scared at all. You're like, like, this like what's going? Go- yeah. They're
0: like, you're like, what's going on? And they all came back at once. Would you like to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I signed up. They were very convincing. Uh, you got uh, gecko- you got guy by a gecko. I, I did. I did. It was awesome. It walked out to the beach, um, you know, facing like the sunset. It was beautiful. Anyway, we we're playing the show and I was drinking at that time. That was something that kind of started after being in a band, couple, like, especially um, on that second tour.
0: A couple it, libations were consumed.
1: Yeah. You can only buy like two beers actually in Indonesia at the time. It's probably different now. Um, Bintang, which is their domestic beer, which was like 70 cents a bottle. And it's their version of a Heineken and extra stout Guinness, which is actually how I got into drinking Guinness in the first place. Extra stout? Yeah. So it's like a heavier version of the regular Guinness. And I didn't like the bintang. I was like 17. I didn't really drink at all. I was (laughs) very straight edge. I was like, Guinness, this looks cool. I drank it. I'm like, wow, this is like a bitter chocolate milk. And I like it. What an amazing,
0: what an amazing first alcohol experience.
1: Yeah. I think like my life would have been very, very different. Yeah um, had it, I not had that encounter. Anyway, I had a lot of whatever it was, probably Bintang and Guinness that night. And I remember running up and down the road, which is essentially the jungle, um, outside of this saloon bar. And I see the guys standing outside, uh, outside of the venue <clears throat> talking to like these three women and this one, like really good looking one who I'd noticed like during the show with like short hair. And, uh, they're like, Hey, Sash, come here, come here, come here. And I don't know, I don't know what their intentions were, but I was young and drunk and confident. I remember running up the road and across the street and up the stairs to the saloon and just laying one on this woman with the short hair. Yes, guy. And in the middle of it, (laughs) in the middle of like, you know, exchanging bodily fluids and tongues are flying, I'm thinking, this is not a woman. Ah. And I pull my head away and she looks at me in the eyes and goes <laughs> 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 and everyone started laughing and i don't remember what i said but uh definitely one of the better looking men that i've ever made out with yeah yeah um, that's <clears throat> that's funny it was great it was awesome and that's part of the culture there too which was very cool to actually see yeah southeast Asia. yeah the cross-dressing there. culture which is like very very prominent there yeah, anyway, we uh, we partied. We we stayed at the show. Every club, every venue in Asia, you probably would know this too. They have a house band. Incredible like cover bands that do amazing yeah. songs. So I think like the first summer we were there, every band was doing Umbrella by Rihanna, because that was like the song that year. So every because night we closed off when the sun shines, we'll shine together.
0: Told you I'll be here forever. People stand under my umbrella. People stand under my umbrella. Ella, Ella, eh. A- Eh,
1: eh. back to Sasha's story (laughs) so that was was great we stayed and watched the band and uh, we were supposed to catch a flight this happens pretty regularly our tour manager Triadi comes and gathers us up at every show or from our hotel rooms like 4 in the morning and says our flight's in an hour Um, because there's like no planning with flights there it would be like if you wanted to fly to Winnipeg you would just show up at the airport with $14 and get on a plane and go and that's pretty much what happened um, <clears throat>
0: it's like in Thailand flying from, uh, from so
1: fact check, Manitoba isn't real. <laughs> Neither is Ohio. Don't believe Ohio. the propaganda. No. Ohio. What? <laughs> Nor Wyoming. Nor Wyoming. All oh, oh, fake. <laughs> it's <a> conspiracy. <laughs> it's <a> conspiracy. <laughs> um, so we, uh, <clears throat> we were doing our thing, getting crazy and Triadi comes up to us and says, Hey, there's an issue with the flight. Our only way off the island today back to bali where we had a show the next night at this big club was on a boat and it was leaving in like 40 minutes on the other side of the island it was very like jurassic park uh, now that i think about it um so we had to find all of our crew i remember like our tech yudi greatest guy this tiny little man so sweet um he was my buddy we, we couldn't find Yudi anywhere. <clears throat> Eventually, we found him around the back of the building where the power generators were, like, passed out because he was so drunk. So we had to, like, carry Fucking him UD. to the cars, uh, throw our gear in the vans, and drive as fast as we could in the dark through the jungle <laughs> to get to this this port. And we're all completely hammered. And <laughs> we're half of us are in one van, half of us are in the other. <clears throat> and I see... The van in front of us stop and the driver of the van gets out and leans over and starts throwing up. The driver <laughs> was also hammered. So Rand, so Randy, our bass player, switches with him and gets in the fucking driver's seat, <laughs> and they have to tell him how to get to this port. Okay, and- direct me. And- yeah, was- <laughs> take a right,
0: Rand, in three miles. There's a tree that's over on the road. Pretty Just don't much. Worry about that. Pretty
1: much. So we finally got to the port and. It was like the horns blaring. We're like trying to haul our flight cases and we're in our fucking like tight pants and like layered jackets and shit from and the you show. Have,
0: yeah, because you guys are weirdos. You wore long pants to like a tropical and climate all white. of the country. It, it, we,
1: we're all white too. It was like 30 seconds to Mars. So we're like these fucking white dudes in all white just completely wasted like stumbling through this fishing port trying to get on this boat. Anyway, we got on the boat. Thank God. The boat leaves. We go up top. We're so rowdy and fired up, and people are on the boat. It's four in the morning. They're trying to sleep. They've been working all day, and they're traveling to the island to like go home or go work some more. Anyway, so we're you know looking for stuff to drink, (laughs) stuff to fuck with, and uh, we're at the very back where we're at the bow of the boat, right? Um, Yeah, the bow, starboard side. And Miles, our drummer, finds like a barbell and starts like doing fucking push-ups with it on the boat, and we're like cheering him on. And Zach just mixed Jägermeister with my single malt scotch, and I don't know whether to be oh. excited or really pissed. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's lifting this barbell, and uh, someone—I think it was Dre, our singer—says, "Man, throw it overboard! Throw it overboard!" So Miles Dude, like away. lifts this huge barbell with weights. I, I don't know what he was doing on the boat, but it was there over his head, and he throws it off into the darkness, and we wait. And we don't hear a sound. <laughs> <It laughs> like, Where's the, the splash? Bottom.
0: It fell below deck.
1: The the freight deck was below. Some so poor worker. We stop and look, and it landed in the back of a banana truck. So it's just this huge barbell sitting there on this banana truck. We're like, that's so funny. Like Miles, climb down there and go get some bananas. Climb down. So there, he starts like hauling a monkey. His, yeah. He starts hauling his ass down the side of the boat into the back of the truck. Comes up with bananas. We're like, this is so funny. <laughs> and then before we fucking know it. Ten guys in full tactical gear and assault rifles surround oh. us on the deck of the boat, and they are screaming. They are just that's, losing their shit. That's probably a giant export
0: for that country. Bananas, like yeah. You probably, yeah. You, put, I, you probably put. A, we definitely put a fucked cut up on someone's their,
1: day for yeah. sure. We we ruined their week. You got swatted, yeah. Anyway, they, so they called in like their coast guard. Oh, fuck. You know, these are the guys who are like looking for the Taliban, hiding out on all these remote islands, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, we got four they, white guys going nuts on this boat." we, so we got sp-
0: four, we got four white guys and an adolescent <clears throat> child dressed yeah. like thirty seconds to Mars.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Lace the Gems ones like just picture 13. that. Yeah,
0: just picture that they got a minor with them. We don't know if he's there <laughs> under his own accord
1: or. He's got a ton of eyeliner on, a shit ton of hairspray. <laughs> like, like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> That's so, hilarious. Our uh, our tour manager Triotti and uh, Greg, who is like our person. Um, he was from Jakarta he worked with Triadi he was our guy the entire trip
0: like your your, your <coughs> fixer or your get, go get
1: things yeah guy? exactly and you know love him to death did you, he ever
0: get you guys drugs if you needed
1: illicit drugs yes yes absolutely um, which was like penalty of death there yeah, so I, I won't get say. into too much detail with yeah, that because yeah. I don't want Greg to get in trouble yeah. um, but he says you guys need to shut up and get in this closet. <laughs> so they shoved us in a room that was probably eight feet deep and six feet wide with um, four bunks, four or five bunks. Oh, I should also say, it wasn't just the four of us in the band. It was also our videographer. Um, he's Maltese, by the way. Justin. Oh, Justin. <laughs> our videographer yeah, is Maltese. Um, Gordon. Amazing guy. <clears throat> so Gordon. He's, Gordo. a, he's in, Gordon. He's in all, all of it with us. Gordon means fat in Spanish. <laughs> they, <laughs>
2: You know what it means a Maltese?
1: Gordon. Huge Does it also mean fat? Shawl. Huge shawl. <laughs> <laughs> So they shove us in this cabin and yep. they said, You wait there and you shut up. And I don't know how long the ne- negotiations went on with the Coast Guard. Fuck. Um, but we were in this stifling hot room, like hotter than this, in all of our clothes. And they said, Just go to sleep. Get up on these bunks. We get up on these bunks. There's, like, a bright-ass light in there that doesn't turn off. You will go to sleep,
0: or I will put you to sleep.
1: You're in my world now. I honestly thought one of us was going to get shot. Like, upon reflection, like, there were guns pointed at us, but I was so far gone, and, like, the adrenaline was going, I didn't really think about it. I would be terrified now if that happened to me. At least you guys were drunk, right? You were buzzed. Oh, yeah. Oh, we we were fucked. There you go. To be fair. Sober, that would not Um, be fun, but... So we're in this in this little cabin for, I don't know how many hours. And I remember at one point waking up, I think Gordon was like sleeping on the floor.
0: <laughs> and uh, I look,
1: something wakes me up and I wake up and, uh, you know, those like giant cockroaches you would have seen on like Kratz creatures. Yeah. <laughs> one of them was just crawling across my chest. And I think, well, fuck, like what else am I going to do in this situation? So I just put my head back down and went back to sleep. Anyway, we woke up a few hours later. We docked on another, the opposite end of Valley where Ugh. we were supposed to be. And uh, they took all of our names and, like, passport info and stuff down. So there's a record of me somewhere there. Um, Anyway, we landed. We made it. We uh, got to the show and had an awesome breakfast um, down by the water. Hell of a hangover.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sitting Sitting on on the
0: dock by the bay. Watching the tide rolling. So, yeah, that that was the time I almost got in a lot of trouble. That's amazing, though, like... um Cause I'm, so, I'm 27, and I don't have the wherewithal in most situations to act naturally. I could only imagine at your age, you were 17. It's like yeah, five. 17, 18. I think he was 18 then. Yeah, and you're drunk as a skunk. You just discovered yeah. alcohol. Yeah, I would yeah. be. So who is Udi? Your Udi? Udi, sorry. Udi was our tech. So yeah, he, Udi sounds a lot like me. A little guy <laughs> gets drunk and yep. passes out places. That's yeah, pretty much super sweet,
1: me. friendly guy. Yeah, he was very similar to you actually. Yeah. yeah. Hell of a musician, too. Yeah. Be- better at every instrument than the rest of us in the band.
0: Yeah. Do you still keep touch in, keep in touch with all these guys? Yeah,
1: yeah, through Facebook, which is nice. That's um, awesome, The yeah. first tour I was there, I think that's when Facebook... I think I signed up for Facebook while I was in Jakarta, actually. Yeah. So, like, 08? 07. 07, yeah. Oh, so very, very early. early very, very yeah. early. Yeah, so that was a great way to stay in touch. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome.
0: I saw a meme. It was like, if only I invested in Facebook when I signed up for Facebook... I wouldn't have to work anymore or something. Too true. It's like, yeah, hindsight, man. No it's
1: one true. knew. I mean, we're all teenagers, yeah. right? Yeah, so. Exactly. Where else? We didn't have money. Yeah, it was <laughs>
0: like, my, my original Facebook, well, my Facebook's still Quincy Philp, but my original one, I did a cinnamon challenge, and I it wasn't the cinnamon spoonful. I ate a whole cinnamon melt from McDonald's in one <laughs> bite. In one bite. Yeah, you could still see it. It's on Really? Around, yeah, it's on it. That's awesome. I don't know if it's still on there. Buddy Nick, uh, I was grade six or seven. We would just go to the McDonald's. And he'd be like, "Eat the cinnamon melt." Oh my god! And I would, because I have a, I have like a dislocated jaw, so I can yeah.
1: just drop it and, and it shovel helps, it. And it helps
0: me in other things I do in life. Oh yeah. But um, I could shoveling just... stuff in general into your mouth. Exactly yeah, <laughs> nice. but I did it in one bite and then yeah. Awesome. It used to be, I used to think that was the thing to do. Like we would go to McDonald's. I would take pictures of my McDonald's orders, post them on my wall, like. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I definitely did the same thing. I'm sure the evidence is yeah. still there.
0: I don't know how Facebook worked Like, I'm not very tech-savvy, so I bet you if you go back to 2007 or 8 on my Facebook, you'll see, like, my McDonald's orders, like, just sitting oh, there, yeah. like, about to eat, about to eat, guys. Got my with, fucking like, McNuggets. With, Let's like, a go. Colon, with, a colon and a capital P, like, that.
1: You that, that uh, emoji? Yeah. Because they, they didn't have emojis.
0: The they didn't have emojis back then. No, they didn't. Or they did on MSN Messenger, but, like, you yes. just but it, they were emojis weren't widespread on other platforms no. so you would just do the symbols of the emoji
1: that's what, you would type what you would have yeah. used in MSI messenger but used on the facebook yeah, yeah same with texting and people yeah. knew
0: yeah and now where we're going with technology we're going to be able to talk to each other with emojis like we're going to be able i'm we're going to be talking and and i'm going to be able to know what you're thinking because with
1: emojis like our next conversation should just I think be it's, emojis yeah
0: i think it's the point of singularity whatever they call it where the machine. Anyways, where it
1: does the the think the thinking and the talking yeah, for? Anyways, you. Yeah, anyways, completely
0: left turn there. Sorry. Uh we're back to uh we're back to Udi. we were Udi. Just... Udi, sorry. Yeah. Why do I say it like that? I don't know. I think it's like Rudy without the R. Woody. Woody. Hmm. Oh, who.
1: Yeah, Udi. Great guy. He was uh he was awesome. Yeah. He uh yeah, he would help me. I had a complicated rig. Um When you say rig, what does that mean? <clears throat> like setup. Setup. Thank you. For my uh, equipment. I had a lot of effects pedals and stuff and uh,
0: Wait, so you're bringing, you're bringing all this equipment with yeah. you from place to place? <clears throat> yeah. Jesus. So you flew, you had to fly with all that shit? Mm-hmm. Do they charge you extra
1: for your baggage? Back then, um, it was an international flight. So it was with Air Canada. You could have one carry-on, which was... Like you a know, 30-pound limit? Exactly. And then two pieces of, like, checked baggage. Um, so, yeah, we, I think, you know, um, I had a guitar... Our bass player had a guitar or his bass rather. And then I think Dre, our singer like checked my pedal board as his second piece. Cause he, he brought like a suitcase with a lot of clothes. He had a lot of outfits. Um, not a minimalist. No, just Italian. Just Italian. No. <laughs> shoe polish. <laughs> and, he had a suitcase full of shoe polish. <laughs> and then miles, his second piece of equipment was our merch, like our big plastic tote full of all of our t-shirts and stuff. So that's how we got away with doing that. Um, yeah. yeah, but it's it's a lot, like, filling the vans, and, you you know, often doing it, like, three or four in the morning.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a fucking nightmare. If, if someone offered me, like, 30 grand to plan a tour, I'd be like, no thanks. Yeah, it's an insane amount of work that goes into it. Logistically, yeah, it's got to get the venues, and you've got to transport these drunk, <laughs> drug-enabled people from A to B, and then...
1: Oh yeah, there was there was one time on the first tour where Miles, our drummer, was hanging out the window of the van on the way to the airport, just puking all over the side of the van because he was so drunk. Like, <laughs> just projectile on like the fucking highway fr- in Jakarta at I got late, a, two in the morning.
0: I got a Miles, not about that Miles. I got a joke about Miles in general. Let's like, hear. It. Anytime Miles travels somewhere, and he <laughs> say, "I'm Miles. I'm Canadian." No, I thought you were American. If you were Canadian, it would be kilometers. Oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> someone laughed at that. Someone was ashamed
1: for laughing. Fucking Justin. In Justin the laughed at that, but he like didn't want to. <laughs> He's like, "Fuck, that was terrible." Full of shame. He's full of shame right now. Oh, God, God bless, bless him. him. That's amazing. Yeah. No, it's it's exhausting. It really is exhausting, um, physically and emotionally. You know, you do miss home. You do miss your friends. Um. Yeah, for you know, we were able to video chat back then. I don't even know what the Skype, video chat Skype. it probably was. Okay. I think it, yeah, Skype was <imitating noise> <the> OG. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would Skype my buddy Paul all the time, who was uh, in my previous band. Nice um, neon Thornbury, not B- Neon Crash. Uh, he was in Neon Crash too. Actually, he was the other yeah. guitar player. Neon B- Crash Thornbury, dearest, dearest. Yeah, dearest was this band.
0: <laughs> That's like a song, dearest Sarah.
1: Well, it came from Dearest Darling by Etta James.
0: Edda James. Yeah, that's she the also origin. sings "At Last." Yes, I'm
1: not gonna. No, not d- even gonna don't even try.
0: try. No, you yeah. know. <laughs> Put some respect on Edda James' name. There you yeah, go. she's there amazing. Edda James. And you know what else I was listening to this morning? It's it's a great. Uh, I got this new "Wake Up" playlist I made on Spotify. I'll make it public for the folks right. that want. Yeah. That want to listen. Wake up with me. Um, it's uh, <laughs> Maxine Nightingale. Right back where we started
1: from. Oh, great tune. Just awesome. Great up. name. As well.
0: Yeah. Awesome. And it's just, we used to, back in the day, me and a couple of buddies used to play that before going out to the bars. That was our... That was your hype-up song. song? That was always awesome. the last one, Ezreal out the Door.
1: Amazing. Yeah. Great choice.
0: Yeah. But, and yeah, so getting back to um, your, with Dearest, your tour with Dearest after mm. he was project, Miles was <laughs> puking out of... The, the side of the van. The side of yeah. the van, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Can you recall the make and model of the van, or was it just like... Because it's funny. Because there's some there's some cars that don't sell Limit. in Western markets, like.
1: Um, it's true, you know. Most of the vans out there are actually designed similar to the old, uh, like Westphalia, um, Volkswagen. So, like, they have a very flat front. Yeah, which was kind of weird to see. Um, yeah, I don't remember. A, a, there were definitely Fords. There's quite a lot of Fords out there for sure, but you don't remember seeing like Dodge, not even a lot of Honda, at least not in Indonesia, in Hong uh, Kong and Japan for sure. Yeah, it'd be like
0: Toyota, Honda.
1: Yeah, yeah, Toyotas for sure. Sash. Justin.
2: Can you tell us about the time that you got bit by a vampire out there?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, this is a a tale. So um, on our second tour, we were playing uh, a show in a city called Batam which is uh, on an island just south of Singapore. So the very, very, very like northwesterly part of Indonesia. And we had played a festival show there the summer before, and it was our first one. And I was so excited to go back um, because I loved the day and a half that we spent in Batam. So uh, we got there, but at the same time, this was two days after I just found out that my mom's sister had killed herself. And oh they had tried to, it happened the day after I left and I had like spoken to her the day before. Um, so they tried to keep it quiet for me so that I wouldn't find out until I got back. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Facebook, I got invited by like a friend of hers, to like the Memorial group and was oh like, my God. what the fuck? So I had to call my parents. It was like two in the morning over there and find out what happened. So what an know, ordeal. That's, I can yeah, imagine. It, it, it was, it was nuts. That was a weird, that was a big growing up moment for me. And you know, they said, We understand if you want to come home, but we really think you should stay and see out the rest of the tour. We still have like five weeks, five and a half weeks ahead of us. Amazing. Yeah.
0: Les and Wendy, amazing of them to say that.
1: Yeah. Pretty, pretty huge. You know, they were handling everything at home. Um, So I I said, okay, I'm going to stay. I'm going to see if I can do it. Anyway, so our next show is in Batam. So my spirits were a little more dampened. So I didn't go out the night we arrived. Um, We were playing the show the night after, but we got there the night before. Anyway, I chose not to go out, <clears throat> which wasn't completely abnormal for me. I, I still didn't party yeah. as hard as these, like, seasoned guys. Um, so I, sta- I stayed back. Um, and then the next morning, Randy comes up to me and he says, Dude, I met this girl last night at the club where we're going to be playing tonight. And I was, like, dancing. And she came over to me, and she started just, like, chewing on my neck, like, really aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> like i'm like 18 right so i'm like that's really fucking hot it's like yeah but it was kind of weird like she just came out of nowhere and then like just sunk her teeth on me and then like disappeared um and that was it i said that sounds fucking crazy okay so anyway the next day we uh we go do our soundtrack setup we're exploring the town and then it's getting busy at the club we're getting ready to play and i'm outside smoking the domestic cigarette of indonesia which is called Amild, and it's a clove cigarette so it smells like you're mean? smoking christmas like actual cloves <laughs> that you use in like hot, hot cider and stuff like this the spice full,
0: i don't know what a clove is full it's clove. really
1: strong if you open my spice cabinet right now even though i only have like three cloves in it that's what you would smell first very very potent very floral a christmas um, cigarette. like a floral pepper
0: <clears throat> yeah Floral
1: pepper. so i'm outside smoking these because that was my uh, coping mechanism After uh, I found out about my aunt, our drummer, our drummer came up to me immediately and he was like, do you want something? Do you want to like, do you want to smoke? And I said like, yeah, okay. If it'll help me calm down. I didn't really smoke. After that, I definitely did. Um, Back when a
0: smoke was a smoke. Yeah,
1: it was, it was crazy. So that was that, you know, that's what I was doing to kind of relax before the show. Anyway, Randy comes up to me and he says, dude, this vampire girl's back. I'm like, vampire girl. That's kind of weird, but Okay saw her in there so we're playing the show and he points her out to me at one point she's there with a friend (sighs) anyway the show finishes it was a great show um i don't really dance i don't like to dance the whole club scene i love playing at these shows i don't like being the one on the floor like dancing it's just i'm like a vulcan when someone tells me to dance like i can't i can't just detach and let myself go that just doesn't really happen um, so th- they're having a good time and I said like I'm gonna go back to the hotel I'm tired it was a good show and Gordon our videographer um, he was rooming with me on the tour he says you know what I'm gonna come back too <clears throat> let's go <coughs> so we go home we shower up at the hotel you had a clove of garlic we go to you? bed uh, we had a shared <laughs> bed <laughs> and uh i needed it i I should have had one uh, (laughs) because let me tell you so anyway we're we've probably been asleep for like three hours at this point and then like one o'clock in the morning there's a hammering at the door and uh, gordon gets out of bed goes to the door i hear him laughing he comes back dre walks in greg walks in uti walks in miles comes in carrying one of Vampire Girl's friend over his shoulder. She's laughing, and Randy comes in carrying Vampire Girl over his shoulder. They throw both the girls on the bed. Miles says, See ya! And walks out. I think Greg and Dre, like, started smoking. Because you can smoke anywhere there. (laughs) Anyway, so, (laughs) Gordon and I are half asleep in bed with these two women. And... Vampire girl's friend just kind of goes for Gordon, and vampire girl goes for me, and uh, <laughs> <clears throat> so we're like making out with these two girls, and did we're she... like two feet apart in bed, looking at each other, like this is pretty fucking crazy.
0: Same, like did she pro- did she say anything like hello, or, or did she just no? Start, she just went right for the. Neck? She
1: just like went for it. Um, wow, that's amazing. Then she gets off me and goes to Randy and pulls him over to the bed and starts making it with Randy and they're like taking each other's clothes off and I'm already pretty much naked in bed. I look over to my right and Gordon's fucking the girl like right there. They're just like going at it. P in the V. P in the V. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh vampire girl comes back and like throws herself on me. I'm like this is fucking wild. I kind of like squish into the middle of the bed. Randy's making it with the, the vampire girl to my left and she takes her pants off and he just starts fucking finger banging her <laughs> and <laughs> so I've got Randy finger banging the girl to my left and Gordon going like doggy style on the girl to my right and there's like so much sweat I'm like this is fucking crazy and <laughs>
0: oh my god I love the, I love the orgy logistics
1: Randy, I love Randy looks at me and looks me dead in the eyes and he says dude put your fingers in here he said, "Dude, what?" He said, "Dude, we should do it at the same time. It would be so Motley Crue."
2: Be so Motley Crue. Girls, <laughs> girls, girls. So girls, I
1: said, "You know girls. what? Fuck it." So I like slide myself in, and Randy and I are both <laughs> finger banging the same girl at the same time. And uh, this goes on for I don't uh, probably not that long because it probably got a little bit weird. Anyway, he stands up, he's laughing, he goes, "All right, I'm done. See ya, Good night." He walks out. Everyone else leaves. He leaves you. He leaves me, and then it's just Gordon and I with these two girls, and we're just having a total bang fest in the bed. It's awesome. I remember Vampire Girl, vividly, was like, a pretty, uh, like, high octane fucker <laughs> so, were you, sorry
0: were you was this your first time having sex this was not my first okay, time okay.
1: but this was like my third time yeah, so, so this was like, pretty extreme like, you, you
0: just yeah, had I'm the training out. wheels off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway it's getting really really hot and heavy and intense and I just remember getting like super tired and dizzy and thinking like I cannot keep up with this girl. She's like a rabbit. She's so fast. <laughs> I look at Gordon. I'm like, I'm passing out. He, the other girl's like asleep next to him in bed. I'm like, okay, I'm just done. So I close my eyes. You're like, cut it. And I went, wa- you were like, cut it. Yeah, pretty much. Like this is, uh, I'm okay. This, this is, this was fun. <sighs> um, that's amazing. So I wake up, and I feel awful. I wasn't really drinking the night before, but I feel like I'm having the worst hangover of my it, life. Yeah, yeah abused like abused by a vampire. Awful, awful. And like, wow. Like I know it was a late night, but this is different. So, I I sit up and I look behind me, and Vampire Girl's asleep, and Gordon's there, snuggling other girl, and uh, there's blood everywhere. What? Where I was sleeping, like all over the pillow, all over the like, sheets, like in a
0: circle. With like, a like a
1: pool of blood, <clears throat> like a big pool of blood. Like this is not good. I fall off the bed because I can barely stand up, and I dra- I remember dragging myself across the carpet. I see Gordon's laptop under the table in the corner of the room that I use to fit, like Skype my buddy at home. So I turn it on because we Skype each other. It's evening for him, morning for me. It's like yeah, a yeah. ten or eleven hour difference. And I like haul myself over there and turn it on, Skype him. The video camera comes up and he says, dude, what the fuck is on your shoulder? I look in the little preview of my image and I just see like dried blood all (laughs) over my shoulder and my neck. And I get up and I'm like holding the laptop up and I've got a huge gash on the side of my throat. And it's all bruised up, and like I've got an open wound, broke skin. Yeah, so I grab one of my scarves, part of my stage apparel, and like wrap (laughs) myself up with it because I'm afraid I'm gonna keep (laughs) bleeding. Like a field tourniquet. Yeah, and uh, I remember turning around, like I have to go, and putting the laptop down. At this point, Vampire Girl has woken up, and she sits up in bed and looks at me, and just kind of like chuckles to herself, then grabs her shit and leaves. And you never got her name, just vampire. No, name. yeah. You don't have her number for me. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry, You We can fly but. her in. Yeah, we could mail order her from uh, from uh,
1: Indonesia. Indonesia. Yeah, that was uh, from Batam. That's
2: how you got hepatitis.
1: It's a Herpetitis. it's a fucking miracle I didn't, Frankie. <laughs> That's
0: amazing.
1: Yeah, that what was one, that was one of the wilder nights. I just I can't imagine being the person who had to come in later that day to clean up that hotel room and looking at that bed and seeing just blood everywhere. I can't even imagine. Yeah. From Jakarta with love. <laughs> that's a good name for this one.
0: Yeah. That's uh yeah, that's crazy. The immersion in a culture, you got immersed very quickly and rapidly.
1: I did. And that's because I was essentially, uh, I'd never lived on my own. Obviously I was still a teenager. Honestly. Um, I hadn't gone away to school or anything like that, so you know I'm with a bunch of childish adults doing what I love in a strange place, and like it's the expectations on me to conduct myself as I see fit. So
0: all the right friends in all the wrong places.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. love them all though.
0: And yeah, you, I'm glad you still keep in touch with all of them. Like, did they did they come? <clears throat> like, do you um, do like a birth? It's not just like a casual friend, like oh happy birthday. It's like, you keep in touch, you keep tabs, like, hey, this is what's going on with me. I started yeah. Everything Hurts with the boys. Yeah, something.
1: yeah. You know, and it's 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 been harder as, you know, people grow up and...
0: Life happens. They, they
1: are 10 or 11 years older than me, you know, and I'm 31 now and I was 17, 18 at the time. So, you know, like, Miles got married and has his own kids and Dre, you know, pursued becoming a record producer. That's, you know, he, he always loved writing music and uh, playing music, but working in the studio and like developing artists was always kind of his thing. And that's what he does like full time now, which is great. And then similar to you. Yeah. But like, I mean, you know, he's further ahead of where I definitely am. You know, he's worked with some really, he's worked with like Kendrick Lamar, like some pretty elite people. Wow. Um, Whereas Randy hates the studio life, but loves the touring and performing life. So he's just been a hired gun for like a whole plethora (laughs) of artists doing like R and B rock country pop, like wherever it kind of takes him amazing so yeah they're all they're all still kind of doing their thing but yeah it's it's nice to stay in touch just for sure um, it sounds like a melting pot of amazing people yeah you know and it's it's sad because all good things kind of come to an end and like that band came to a pretty awful abrupt end in the middle of that second tour but we had to kind of pull Play the rest of the second tour because we were booked on all these shows. Yeah, you got a soldier on. So there was like a civil war essentially in the band at that like point. Like the Guns N' Roses
0: album. Where you were you doing a cover album?
1: It was actually like the band Guns N' Roses where
0: <laughs>
1: like there were two sides kind of hating each other at the time.
0: Besides Steven Adler uh and his heroin addiction.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's ironic that they kicked him out of the band for drinking too much, and then the rest of the guys went way off the deep end compared to Steven Adler. Yeah.
0: And heroin, but yeah. he was reformed. He was like a functioning heroin addict. Yeah. That's the thing. <clears throat> with any drug, you can mm-hmm. be a functioning addict. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm doing this, but I'm still working yeah. a nine-to-five. Like
1: You know, and most of those guys were, and that's something I came to notice on tour. Um, we actually toured with a couple, a couple bands from North America on... You know, essentially, the tours are built around this festival that traveled, and then all of our other little shows were in between. Okay. And we tr- toured two years running on the festival with a okay. band from Vancouver, <clears throat> which was really cool. Um, Can you say their name? Or yeah, no? Crowned King. Crowned King. Crowned King. And then they kind of went through a similar thing where they had a weird rebirth. Um, same band, different members, different name. And then <clears throat> the singer went on to do his own kind of like. EDM style stuff, actually, like electronic nice. and like house music and whatnot. So he, he still does music, which is cool. But I saw like what real alcoholism looks like. It's like driving that's, some of these guys. Like, I want there's, that. There's, there's, I there's, want <laughs> a, that. Yeah, like partying is one thing, but seeing these guys wasted literally 24-7 and still like hauling themselves around and doing these shows. It. it was like, that's insane. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Yeah.
0: Amazing. Professional alcoholics
1: yeah and like it's it's not sustainable um nope. there's very unless, few bands that have survived liver, it
0: unless you got a liver on ice for the whole group. yeah
1: yeah i mean you know like the rolling stones are kind of the rare exception
0: well keith richards is alive because of blood transfusions everyone knows that him and willie nelson yeah i don't know how those guys are going
1: willie nelson also just smokes a lot of weed his blood pressure is probably like immeasurably low <laughs> it's like
0: negative dude's just so chill it's, it's all like the time. negative 30 over <clears> one <throat> forty. yeah
1: but it's nuts. The whole like sex, drugs, rock and roll thing, it's very real. Yeah. And, uh, you know, SDR, you, baby, SDR. Yeah. You, you think it's a thing of the past? Um, you know, I, I was listening to, to bands like The Killers and Coldplay <laughs> and U2 who are in no way associated with that culture in, in, in the public eye.
0: Yeah. You're going to tell me Chris Martin wasn't on drugs? He named his kid <laughs> Apple. Yeah. He, he named his kid <laughs> Apple. And Gwyneth Paltrow is like, sure. Yeah, she
1: started her goop Paltrow line. yeah I'll
2: the uh, Joe Rogan of uh, yeah <laughs>
1: Of putting weird shit Dude, up Joe your vag. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love yeah. it, though. So, I bought I bought <clears> some <throat> of
0: the products. I don't have a vagina. <laughs> you enough, bought goop? The candles, yeah. I bought the vag- <laughs> vaginal candles.
1: Jesus it's crazy. it's pretty wild. So it it is a real thing. Um, yeah, it, it comes with crazy the territory. It's crazy to experience it, yeah. Like, I keep saying, I should probably write a book <laughs> on it. Every once in a while, I remember another thing that happened. That's been, like, buried in the back of my mind from that tour, the more I kind of dwell on it. And Tell
0: it's... us! Like, uh, yeah, like your your Red Wing story?
1: <laughs> yeah, so I didn't even, like, learn that term. I was such a closeted kid. Uh, <laughs> until, like, I met these guys. You were so sheltered. <clears throat> and we were, like, on the second tour, and I'm pretty sure it was probably Randy. He's like, yo, have you ever had your Red, did you ever get your Red Wings? And, like, he was a Detroit fan, so I was like, what the fuck are you talking Joe about? Joe Lewis? Scott uh, Bowman? He's like, you ever fuck a girl on her period? I said, no. Like I, 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 lo- I lost my virginity on the first yeah. tour with one person, and then literally didn't have sex for like a year until I went on tour again.
0: Yeah. Well, you had PTSD from the vampire experience. <laughs> you couldn't just hop back on the horse. You yeah. Had to blood... Decompress. A blood little bit. made me
1: made me anxious. Um, anyway, okay, okay, yeah. Fuck the Red yeah, Wing story. Okay, picture. we're gonna go there. Um, <clears throat> we went to West Timor which uh, if you're looking on a map of Indonesia, so it's all islands, but it's predominantly from like west to east. So you have Sumatra, which is where like Sumatran coffee and like Sumatran tigers are very well known. That's where the huge tsunami happened like 15 years ago as well. Um, And then Java, which is the main island where you have Jakarta. And then there's... It's um, funny,
0: sorry, it's funny um, to interrupt. It's funny, coffee's not from Java. That's pretty ironic to me.
1: wild, eh? Crazy coffee culture though. Yeah. They they don't they drink it boiling hot. Like they have
0: a lot of coffee cultures, like <laughs> <Yeah>. franchises.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the way they drink their coffee, they have a cup, like a little cup, sitting on a saucer and it's incredibly hot. My dad, like, burned himself. My dad came and flew out on the first tour to come see me play at the end of the tour because we played this awesome show. I'm glad you
0: said flew out. If you just said my dad came and that was the end of the... <laughs>
1: We're not going there, are we? I don't no, want to no, talk no, about sorry, my sorry, dad sorry. having orgasms <laughs> just yet. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> coffee. All right. He was drinking coffee. Anyway, the way you drink coffee there, um, he tried to drink it out of a cup at the airport and like melted off his tongue and the guy came up to him and said, no, 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 not like that you let the coffee roll over the edge of the cup and then onto the saucer and then you sip it off the saucer wow, and it so cools on the surface. It's a whole technique. A whole di- yeah,
0: coffee. Co- Coffee's co- amazing. Yeah. I, it's, I don't even it's,
1: really drink it, but I have such yeah. an appreciation for all the different ways you can.
0: Neither have I. I've been off the cafefe for like <laughs> a year now. <laughs> and um, I think I was with Franco. We went, it was Turkish coffee. Ooh, It was like a kick in the urethra. It it's, like, it's great though. It's great. What are you talking about? We were, what? Tur- what
2: are you talking about? Turkish coffee.
0: Turkish coffee. So you
2: said with Franco.
0: Yeah, we went for Turkish coffee. Where
2: the fuck, when did we
0: do that? Me and, uh, me and Aaron went house. for Turkish coffee.
2: Oh, We didn't I want remember. Turkish coffee.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> just what happened. I don't know why. It was strong. It was no, like remember. a shot, like an expressive yeah. shot. It was the strongest thing. It was like. It's a, wild. It was like yes. a sledgehammer up the urethra, like strong.
1: <laughs> Up the urethra, not just into the peen. (laughs) Love shitting my pants. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I can't drink coffee. I'll drink espresso sometimes, but I can't drink coffee because it just goes right through me in like four minutes. Same baby, yeah. Yeah, it's the only way.
0: Same baby, yeah. Oh. That's hilarious. Sorry, continue. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I just um, realized
1: there's a globe here. I, I yeah, love globes and maps. The, I'm obsessed with maps. That's
0: why it's for reference for your thing. And then when we have our flat Earther on, I'm just gonna hold this <laughs> over his head.
1: <laughs> this is the real way. Anyway, so we're looking at Indonesia. Here's Sumatra. There's Java, and then this little island right here. That's Bali. Bali. Yeah. Next to it, that's Lombok. The whole Coast Guard story. Then next to that is um, Komodo Island. Where the Komodo dragons, dragons come from. The island next to that... Isn't that
0: also a, don't even a know. piece of clothing? Like a... K- you're
1: thinking kimono.
0: Oh, they're, they're a different word? It's
1: like it's a Japanese robe. Yeah, Komodo and kimono. Oh, N and D. Yeah, there you go. Close, though. Thanks, man. Yeah, no trouble. Anyway, so then you get to East Timor. So East Timor is a... Well, Timor is an island, and it's divided in half, and they've been engaged in a bloody civil war for the better part of like 60 years now, I think. <clears throat> there's like assassinations politically on both sides. Yeah. So t- West Timor is part of Indonesia and then East Timor is like its own half of the island. It's its own country. It's kind of like Kosovo and Serbia. And one of them is like, no, you're part of me, but you, you, we're just going to kill slav, each other yeah. over it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Neighbors fighting neighbors.
1: Yeah. It's powerful. Stuff. So we fly out to West Timor, which is way the fuck out there, like <laughs> off the map. It's a, uh, it's one Island over from where the Rockefeller kid got eaten by a tribe back West? in like the fifties.
0: The Rockefeller, like the Rockefeller. Yeah,
1: the son who went missing um, yeah, in like yeah. Papua New Guinea. It's like the island next to that one. So it's way, way, way out there. And uh, even the climate's different. It was like a desert <clears throat> when we landed. It's it was amazing. so dry. We were used to all this like tropics. It's very, it's right off the tip of uh, Northern Australia, to, to give you an idea. Which is all desert. Yeah, up there, like, near Darwin and stuff. It's, yeah, very hot, very fucking hot. <clears throat> anyway, so we land, and we're playing Indonesia's Independence Weekend, and there's, like... National holiday? Yeah. There's one restaurant in this city of a million and a half people, and it's a KFC. <laughs> the Colonel. And, uh, which is everywhere, by the way, in Indonesia. It's everywhere. They love KFC. Big popcorn awesome. chicken people. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And we're playing at the club at the hotel essentially um where i I, uh found bed bugs and cockroaches not an awesome place to stay
0: that's southeast asia like comes with the territory it does
1: and you know the same morning i saw someone you know i'd seen a lot of poverty but like that day i saw someone literally wearing a potato sack because that's like all they had
0: the paper bag princess
1: yeah Ex- it, like literally exactly that walking up the street so this was place a- is very different from the rest of the country Wait, from what we've seen
0: question was she Indonesian was she new fear was she Irish <laughs> <laughs> Oh
1: my gosh! she's from Ohio Ohio three dead in Ohio she's an apparition an apparition um, <clears throat> anyway so we played at this club and uh awesome venue upstairs at this venue they had uh, karaoke rooms and they were all like different themes and uh Justin will appreciate this. Our bass player, Randy, at one of the flea markets in Jakarta bought a bootleg copy of Guns N' Roses in Tokyo on the Use Your Illusion tour, and we were watching that in the hotel. And so we were really big on GNR at the time, and we were in the karaoke room after our show, and I think we sung Don't Cry by Guns N' Roses like three times in a row.
0: For discography purposes for our listeners, was Use Your Illusion before Lies... Was it Lies?
1: I think yeah. that was after.
0: After, yeah. I think it was after Sorry.
1: after Lies, yeah. Sorry, Lies, I think it's their yeah. third album. Third, yeah. Okay. Third third L P. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so there's these girls who bring food and drinks to the room and like put the music on and stuff. It's it's ve- very weird there. Um very di- I shouldn't say weird. It's very different from here, not like anything I ever experienced. Like service girls who clearly are, you know, like sex workers. Yeah. Um as well.
0: But they're they're um.
1: They're hired to like keep you it's not, happy. It's not just say, yeah. they're, they're Yeah, pleasing and you know. this was more obvious on this occasion than anywhere else. Um, and they came like matching outfits and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, at one point, our drama comes into the room and he says, "Oh, Sasha, I need to show you something like the room next door." So okay, let's go see what this is about. So I walk in there. Sorry, ra-
0: who said that, Randy? <clears throat> it was
1: My- Miles. Miles, yeah, Miles. Puka the van, Miles. So he <laughs> takes me to the room over puts me in there and there's a beautiful indonesian woman in there and he throws me <clears throat> in the room and shuts the door and i can hear him put something heavy in front of the door behind me and like the door is not opening weren't like getting okay out. like this is happening and she sits me down on the couch and starts like doing her thing
0: doing her thing yeah, like, taking my listeners. clothes
1: off <laughs> and putting my body parts inside her body parts. Were
0: you wearing like, a, <coughs> were you wearing a t-shirt or like a button-up? Uh, you-
1: dude, same thing as last time. All white pants, <laughs> white t-shirt, white belt, white fucking Armani Exchange jacket.
0: Like thirty seconds of Mars, more like thirty seconds with Sash.
1: <laughs> anyway, I, I realize where this is going. I'm like, okay, this is gonna happen, and she takes off her pants <clears throat> and drops her panties and fucking i just watch her rip off the bloody maxi pad and, like throw it on the ground bop, bop. yeah and yeah. like you know what okay fuck it why not yeah. <laughs> so the river runs red yeah so uh we, we do her thing and I, I feel like not enough people talk about how awesome it actually feels to have sex with a woman on her period thank you like yeah I'm- We'll get to
0: mine after. you. All right. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. You've got a story too, <clears throat> but continue. So All like, right. I'll, I'll, I'll finish mine. So we, uh, <clears throat> we do this. I clean up as best as I can and, uh, go back to the room. Like, how was it? I said, she was on her period. And they're like, Oh my God. You know, they're so excited and freaking out. I'm like, okay, this is nuts. Anyway, we, uh, we close off the night. We go back to our fucking bed bug hotel, get on a plane <clears throat> back to Bali for another show in Bali, and uh, we meet up with a pair of girls who we had met in Jogjakarta, which is on the island of Java, at one of the festival shows, right, yeah. like a few days before this. And they they said, "Oh, we're gonna come to Bali and see you play your other show." Groupies, you had groupies. Yeah, essentially, we called them super fans. <clears throat> <clears throat> they're, they were they're awesome. They were awesome. They were great. They were wicked. Um, so you know, it's actually very supportive. It was really cool to fly to a remote place and not know where you are. Then have these familiar people show up and like cheer you on. Like it actually was like yeah, really it's a mora- sweet. it was super sweet. Yeah, huge. Team morale was at all time yeah. high. So we played this show on a swimming pool at this club in Valley. So you guys were that good? You not that good. They put a raft in the middle of the pool and they had like fire dancers going off around us and stuff. It was really cool.
0: Fire show. Never
1: come. Never know. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> we end up at the beach and. Uh, the one girl is, uh, like sits in my lap and we're just like the water's just like washing over it's it's like uh, it's like midnight moon's out it's beautiful the water's amazing it's a southeast asian moon so it's like,
0: <laughs> listeners yeah. it's not just a moon it's a no it's incredible it's enormous in yeah moon, exactly yeah.
1: it's like the, it's like everything was lit right yeah. so we're sitting there and she reaches behind her and like into my shorts and I'm like in my clothes mm. half of my clothes sitting in the water with everyone mm. else beside me and starts like doing her thing so i mm. exchange left hand or right hand <sighs> i think it was left
0: mm, so actually
1: spa. yeah anyway <clears throat> it was that was actually pretty ha- pretty awesome i have yeah. to say I'm... like cool. it's such an experience like being like at the water like on the beach anyway they get up she says we're gonna go back to our hotel and the rest of the guys in the band like we're going back to and i said okay cool I'm just gonna hang out and enjoy the water and like the moon and stuff.
0: You, you were already up. You had a boner. You couldn't. get Yeah, to I had pull to hide it.
1: Quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, all like my clothes were gone. I think they they ran away with my clothes. Um, you know, timeless joke. So I'm like in my boxers on the Fantastic. beach, and a then pre- I realized...
0: a prepubescent boner. Yeah, like Justin had in yeah. school.
1: Yeah. Yay, and I realized... I'm drunk and I am far from the hotel. I have a good sense of direction. I, I've only been like lost once in my life. Um, it was in Hong Kong, actually, like three in the morning. Anyway, I realized like I'm a good like kilometer and a half hike down the beach back to our hotel. Down a dark beach. And I don't, have, don't, have, and, and don't have any of my clothes. So I start walking down the beach and I uh, like a Jeep with an open back drives by me with a bunch of guys in the back and they're like yelling. They're yelling at me Like, that's weird In English? Uh, no I don't know I, They didn't look Indonesian either I don't th- There's a lot of Russian tourists. There they may have been Russian Um Anyway, I start walking down the beach And there's, like, lights behind me I turn around And it's these guys in the jeep And they're, like, coming at me fast <laughs> So yeah. I start hauling ass down the beach And these guys are chasing me in their, in their jeep Like, yelling and honking the horn
0: <laughs> Privet, privet They're yelling <laughs> Russian shit
1: <laughs> Nastrovia. Yeah, so <clears throat> I, like carve up the beach onto the street in my boxers soaking wet and uh they they ditched me at that point i like thank god i haven't thought about this in a long time (laughs) anyway i look up and i'm basically at the hotel like this is fucking great so uh, i uh go up to the hotel room and i see gordon like sitting on the bed like the biggest fucking sheepish grin
0: shit eating grin yeah
1: like what is going on he says come over here And I sit down on the bed next to him and our room had a view to our shower. So it was like a window into the shower from the bedroom.
0: Same room me and Zach had in uh, Dominican.
1: (laughs) So this is probably how you got a good look at Zach because you could clearly see someone in the shower. And these two girls are in the shower, like, washing each other off and looking out. And Like, oh this God. is fucking crazy. There's already been enough crazy shit, like, between getting arrested, getting eaten by a vampire, like, yeah. everything that's led up to this. You, and like, you didn't jizz
0: your pants <clears throat> when you saw them soaping each other this... off with loofahs? Like, I would be,
1: I would be instant, <laughs> like... At this point, it kind of started to feel normal. Anyway, they come out of the shower, get onto Stop, the bed, and Gordon and wet. I look at each other and we're like, fuck, I guess we're doing this again. So we just, you know, we have our great time with these two women. Together. And, uh, yeah, like, and chorus. then, like, we finish, and then this woman gets off of me and then laughs, and she goes, ha-ha, do you like my virgin blood? And I look down, <laughs> oh, mama. And, I look down and, yeah, there's just blood all over me. And uh, I'm like, you know what? The shower makes sense now. That's yeah, why it's, it's been shower. less than 24 hours since I just had the same experience in like a different time zone. It's amazing. Yeah.
0: Southeast Asia, baby.
1: It was it was crazy. And then, you know, this Gordon and I saw a lot of each other on that tour. Yeah. Like, we didn't know Things each didn't other at all see. before we left. Yeah. So
0: Gordon sounds like <laughs> Gordon sounds like a good guy.
1: Yeah. He's he's Gordon sounds like he's a, one of the best. He's Gordon one of the best. Like He's awesome. So so much sage wisdom. Shout like, such Gord. a thoughtful guy. Yeah. Shout out Gordon. Shout out Gordo. Gordon Attard. Gordo? Where's he at now? Ma- Good question. I don't know. Maybe in Malta? Malta. <laughs> I don't know. Oh My first Maltese friend. Right. I had uh, to stop sorry, myself at sorry, two. That Justin. was enough. <laughs> two
0: is plenty. Two is plenty, yeah. No, so that yeah. reminds me. Uh, I got a story. Yeah, let's hear it. A similar one. Um, I was... Uh, I'm always... People who know me know I'm big into uh, paying for sex with prostitutes. I like mm-hmm. I like I like professionals doing things because yep. you can you, you don't have to beat around the bush. You can just be direct and blunt about what you want. And I had a buddy. I can't remember who it was, but a buddy told me if it was it, this would have been two and a half years ago. It would have been my roommate at the time. A M um, were his initials. I'm not mm. going to drop his real, his real name, mm-hmm. but A M were his initials. And he was he kind of uh, I was I was sort of uh, recreationally into prostitutes. Okay. He was full blown into prostitutes like oh, Okay. Yeah, he was a, he was a regular. <laughs> like he had he had like three girls like Destiny and Amber and someone else. He had this
1: regulars, yeah. Yeah.
0: And then he he had the one I can't remember her name, but he knew the real name. He would he always brag. Oh. He'd be like, yeah, Sapphire, but that's Katie to me. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, I know Sapphire so well. She told me her real name. I was like, oh, lucky It's probably because you pay her very well. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not because yeah, she it's likes not, you. Yeah,
0: it's not a, it's not a, You're a paycheck. Corazon to Corazon type of thing, right? <laughs> and so anyways, he got me uh, he got me going. He's like, yeah, He's like, yeah, like um, two for one night sort of thing, like buy two. And then I was like, okay. And there's this girl, Mary. On uh, I don't know if back pages is still around. That was the yep. that was our media. That was our main thing. Back pages. I don't know if it got shut down. But uh, Mary was like, Mary, uh, I was like, it was like 31 hourglass figure specialized in bloody Marys. I was like, what the fuck is a bloody? She
1: specialized in bloody Marys. She's
0: like bloody Marys available upon request or something. I was like, what in the fuck is a bloody Mary? I thought that was a beverage. <laughs> and speaking of bloody, what's in a Bo- bloody Mary? Uh, Frank? The Caesar, yeah, Frankie. But with
2: tomato juice. So instead of, <clears throat> using instead clamato, of clamato. Clamato is specifically Canadian. It's like a so so, yeah. American Caesar. So horseradish,
0: <laughs> clamato, bell pepper.
2: What? What? <laughs> What's in? <laughs> a- Give him the full thing. It's like not a Fucking string salad. St- string Build, beans, build string one bean. for him. Build a one for Bloody bean. Mary and a Caesar are very similar. You generally have like your choice of spirit. So traditionally it'd be vodka, but you could use gin or tequila. Like two ounces or, or, or two ounces. Or Jaeger into a Caesar if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, hundred percent. You can do jaeger Caesars. Talk to Meg M- MacArthur about it. Oh, sounds good. <laughs> Shout, out <laughs> Shout out to Meg MacArthur. <laughs> <laughs> MacArthur. Um, but it's like Tabasco, Worcestershire. And uh, bean. vodka.
1: Yeah, I like a little pickle grimy. juice in mine. Yeah. Uh, you
2: want to do a squeeze of lime. You want to throw in your horseradish Let's and then the works, your baby. tomato juice. Tomato juice is a lot thicker than clamato, so I do mm. advise shaking it, but you don't have to. Uh, but anyway, that's there. There you go.
0: Awesome. So yeah, thank you. But that's rim. not
1: that's not what you had.
0: No, I did not have that. No, <laughs> I had a prostitute who was on her period. Mary, Mary was. Uh, Ovulating is that. The word? What? Does that does Menstruating? Menstruating. Sorry, thank you. Menstruating.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
2: Comes after ovulating. Fucking... I think we do. Hold on. <laughs> a, a no, no, wait, wait.
1: Let's go. Let's go back to no, grade no. nine health class. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, no. Continue. I'll, 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 we'll talk about this later. Here's men, my. Here's
0: my question. People have been trying to. I've been. I've been trying to menstruate for a while, because I'm bisexual. <laughs> I hate like I'm that. trying to go straight, <laughs> like men straight. That's a terrible joke.
1: This is the Virgin Mary we're talking about, right?
0: Virgin bloody Mary. Yeah, this is the yeah. So how does she do it upon request? uh, Because upon messaging her, she gave me her number, and it was like uh, she can't just do it
1: like any day. Let's get her on the podcast. Yeah, (laughs) she can do it on demand.
2: We should get her on the podcast. If you pay her for two hours, you can fuck her for one, and then we can have her on for another. (laughs) I'm not joking. We're not not paying for her time. No, that's true. She
1: deserves to be paid at
0: the very least. Yeah, deserves to be paid. Of course, yeah. And then you got tip. But anyway, she she texted me saying, "Yeah, so hey, hun." In calls or out calls, no Greek and no Greek means no anal. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, she, just, she just didn't like Greek yeah. guys. Yeah. Well, it, no. it, it, they're pretty hairy, but um, no, it's a, it's no, it's a terrible common, lovers. The it's Greeks. a common, ter- yeah, All terrible right. lovers. They always want to put olives in every orifice.
1: <laughs> I'm clearly still very much my pre-teen self, not yeah. privy to this stuff.
0: And then, yeah, she was on, she was on her period, so I was like, yeah, I've never, never had, because Aaron was like, yeah, it's really good. Oh, shit. Yes. I said his name. I dropped his initial. <laughs> I said his first name. Anyways, Aaron said, bleep bleep. Yeah, like, like, yeah, it's pretty good. Bloody Mary is just like a period special. It's like a, he said it like it was like a special at a restaurant. It's like, Oh, Wednesdays you get French toast with corned beef hash. He's, he was sold it good. So I was like, Okay. I'm in. And then I had sex with Mary, unprotected. I had a Bloody Mary. Yes, I had unprotected sex with a prostitute. I know that's not smart. Did you get checked? after yeah no you got tested yeah i always get tested yeah and then did you uh, yes i got yeah is there an echo in here yes i got tested yes i got tested yes i got tested wait but
2: quincy did you get tested
0: (laughs) yes i got tested which test are we talking about the sats
2: no the covid the covid good one
1: we almost got through this whole episode without talking about covid thanks justin yeah Fucking Maltese can't take him yep. anywhere. <laughs> can't, can't take your Maltese anywhere. And yeah, I the It's a dog, right? It is, it is a tiny little yappy
0: thing. <laughs> Reminds me of someone in this room. <laughs> nah, no, just kidding. Just kidding.
1: Zach, Zach's over here. Every time, every time I talk, anyway, Zach looks at me and he and he, and he lips these words. Shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Zach's the king of nonverbal They've been pulling
1: communication.
2: Belly hair back oh, here. Oh, oh I missed day. that.
1: That's, I have to shower on break. I know the video That's, of in, of that's a in and out. That's in and out. Five minute wrap up. Yeah, we need a five minute wrap up. We are up. getting swampy in here. That's that's I feel I like I'm back ass. in Indonesia, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <before>. you do. <sighs> but anyways, yeah, I had, I had sex with Mary on her period. It was amazing sex because you're paying for it. You can. Yeah. I've, I literally. But it was something different too. Yeah, like she, she was the first girl to ever nibble my earlobes during sex.
1: And oh. I didn't know I liked that until she did it. The first girl I ever had sex with paid a lot of attention to my nipples. Probably because they weren't hairy back then. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. Like twenty minutes. Wow. Like licking these things. It was <laughs> Zach is nibbling on Quincy's ear. Mm. Lobe me. <laughs> it's, not, it's not gay if you're cousins. It's not gay if <laughs> you're cousins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not gay if you jerk off with each other.
1: <laughs> cousin, said something else. <laughs> I think that's a game. Mix a little bit of something else. I'm still drinking my half Jager, half scotch up here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wrap her up.
0: <sighs> yeah, so we yeah, wrapping up. Uh, yeah, period stories. We both, <laughs> amazing, learned so much about you today, Sash.
1: Yeah, I feel like but I learned a lot about myself too. Exactly. That's, <laughs> why, we, these stories. that's
0: why we do the prickly cactus because it's good to let it all out sometimes, get it off your chest.
1: It's nice to do it free of judgment.
0: Exactly. Yeah. No. Never any judgment here. Because
1: I feel like I would judge my younger self for a lot of the stuff I did back but that's, then. that's
0: that's hindsight. That's having maturity, right? It's easy to look back when you're.
1: You call it that if you want. Yeah. I was just trying to be nice. <laughs> I was trying to. You're always your tires. nice. You're always nice.
0: To a fault, so I hear. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, pricks. Thanks for listening to the PCP, and that's uh, that's our show for today. It's not goodbye. It's see you later. Uh, We'll be back next week. A-O-D-J, cut that track.